When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh. <laughs> Hi. There we what go. Up? Our, uh... Hi, everybody. Welcome in to the Pugetic Sons podcast. I'm Lindsay. That's Flex. That's Gerald. That's Espo. All right. We're here. <laughs> Chaos. Bro, we show. literally are live. I have it pulled up right here. We're all just like, mm, what's going on, everybody? Good to see y'all. Hey. Happy Technical Tuesday. Should we call it that? There we go. It's yeah. technically Topical Tuesday, but we can mix up the T words however we want. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. You hanging Good. in there? Yeah. Surviving? No crazy technological glitches in your life as of right now? I feel like I needed those last eight seconds of the countdown. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I haven't sent out a tweet yet. Oh no. <laughs> I'm glitching out. Don't worry. Producer Emma's going to be so mad at me. Oh no. If I'm typing on my computer today, everyone just know that it's that. But here's the deal, you guys. We got a lot to talk about today. Last week, we had an article from The Athletic come out that was ranking teams and the positions. Obviously, there's a lot of disclaimers here within the article is that, you know, they didn't want to move away from positionless basketball. So we put everybody in buckets and that it is a team ranking as far as the depth goes within each of those positions and the presumed starter carries the most weight. I think those are the three main disclaimers here. Mm. Um, and we obviously have five positions to go through. So I think we'll start with point guard. Uh, the Suns were ranked 14th. Bradley Beal was the representative for this position, which is interesting because, again, the disclaimer off the top was that they don't really want to participate in the um, positionless situation so mm -hmm. we put bradley beal as the point guard position first and foremost how are you feeling about bradley beal being placed into the point guard position and then the 14th ranking for the suns so if, if we're doing the thing where we're dividing the Suns starting five by position um i think we've talked about it a lot on the show i think most of us feel like devin booker is probably going to handle most of the playmaking and we don't know that to be fact and we know that they're going to divvy those responsibilities up. So the Suns are a difficult uh, team to categorize in an assignment like this. I think considering that, I probably would have put Book in that slot, but I understand why Beal's there. He's the smaller guard. Um, and 14 is not bad for a guy who has been a shooting guard his whole career to be <laughs> slotted in as the 14th Surprise. best point guard. That's upper half of the <laughs> rankings. Um, but yeah, I, I think my bigger issue with the way that that position was ranked was just the whole Booker versus Beal thing. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, you could have just slotted them both in the shooting guard slot at that right. point. 
I don't know. So the reason why from the article, there was a, a couple of these had some explanations as to why things were chosen as far as Bradley Beal um, being considered the quote unquote point guard for this team, even though he's been a shooting guard his entire career was because he's the smaller of two guards in Phoenix. So that was kind of the rationale, the main rationale behind it. I'm just confused by it because everything we've been led to believe so far out of Golden State is that we're likely going to see Steph and Chris Paul on the court at the same time. Yet he ranked both of them in the point. He looked at them both in the point guard depth. There's some flaws in this from that perspective. And I don't really think it's his, uh, the author's fault here. I think it's kind of the concept, which I'm guessing a, a, a an editor said, hey, I'd, re I'd really like a positions ranking uh, here. Uh, and you do your best with it. Uh, to Gerald's point, when you look at it, Bradley Beal coming in, uh, being listed as a point guard for the first time in his career and being the 14th best, I I, I don't know how you <laughs> I, I don't know how you necessarily argue with it from that perspective, but if you did what happened with the Warriors and you put him at his natural position, uh, and you have Devin Booker and him as as the depth in a shooting guard position, it alters things as well. So, look, I, it, it, I, I do think with the Warriors thing though, I think Chris Paul obviously wants to keep starting. I don't know if the Warriors are on the same page as far as that is concerned. We'll yeah. Like I, I think most people kind of see him as a very high-end backup floor general who's going to come in and run the second unit. Um, so that might explain why he did it that way for them and not the same for the Suns, but I, I truthfully yeah. don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of the way this played out, mm -hmm. not because of the author or anything. It is September, and it's a lot to cover and a lot to unpack. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like this is one of those things that I like to see revisited. Um, this same exact article, maybe 20 games into the season, when we have a better definition of who's what and where they are going to play. Mm -hmm. um, there was just some intricacies that just didn't make sense um, from my perspective. One being what we talked about. Um, I was I would have been okay with them ranking the Suns as the thirtieth team at point guard, mm -hmm. but putting them at one with Booker, Beal, and Eric Gordon, and then I'm a little bit confused with KD at the three. He's mm -hmm. gonna play the four for us. I'm yeah. also a little confused with um, some other players that like uh, base Diop looks like he's gonna be our three, but he's right. at a four. But again, this isn't against anything against the author. I just feel like the Suns are a unique team that uh, no one quite can put their hands on right now, which is why I think 15, 20 games into the season, if we revisit this, I think those rankings will change significantly. I, the the point guard ranking in particular, <clears throat> looking at this, and and Bradley, Bradley Beal, who are you even looking at as the depth behind him? Is it Jordan Goodwin? Are you counting? Right. Like it be it, it doesn't appear it's it's Eric Gordon. Like that's that that's the tough thing about that. I don't even know what that what that rotation looks like, and I'm in the middle well, of it all day. That's what's funny is because we've been trying to do over the past couple of weeks because we have nothing more to talk about. Different lineups, different depth charts that we've been trotting out there, and all of ours have been a little bit different in some regard, whether it's. Josh Okogie as the point guard because he might be guarding ones if he's in the starting lineup. Or, you know, where's Jordan Goodwin going to play? Where's Damian? Like, there's just so much. Every guy on this roster 
except for maybe the big men could play like two or three different spots. So for an exercise like this, it's really hard to deal yeah. with a team like the Suns because we don't know what the depth chart is going to look like with so many new guys being <laughs> added and so much positional versatility. I feel like yeah. there's going to be a lot of overlap. I, I think the one thing I can say unequivocally, emphatically, is Damian Lee is not KD's backup at the small fold. No. <laughs> okay, so that 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 was also one that completely threw me off. I'm like, that's just that doesn't make uh right. So that's so that doesn't make sense. Let me set the table for everyone just in case you didn't read this article. Emma, can we put that graphic back up? So what we had ranking overall, um, as far as point guard goes, Bradley Beal was the representative chosen for the Suns for point guard position. Mm -hmm. And we were ranked 14th as far as all 30 teams in the league. Then when we go to shooting guard, obviously Devin is the representative chosen for that. Suns were ranked number four. Small forward, Kevin Durant, was chosen as the representative for that, and the Suns were ranked fourth as well. Then if we go to power forward, Kata Bates-Diop was chosen as the representative for the Suns for that one. We were ranked number 27th. And then center position, DeAndre Ayton was chosen as the representative for that, and we were ranked number 15. Just so everyone has like a clear understanding of where the team was ranked position-wise for all five positions. But you brought up the kind of uncertainty as to why certain players were ranked in certain positions. So let's talk about the power forward and the small forward. So as I mentioned, KBD was listed as what is presumably going to be our starting power forward, but we would likely see Kevin Durant in that position. If they swapped these two players, would that have changed the rankings a lot in your opinion? Yes. Well, it, it depends on because the the depth is is weird in this too. You bring it up, Damian Lee's listed as the backup small forward, which I would put him in the shooting. Guard. Yeah, which uh, you know you would argue maybe Josh Akogi is the backup small forward or a, a, a Yuda. Like the, that's that's the weird. You cannot get your arms around this this team and the concept of positions because I've I've said it on the show I, I'm. I'm of the mindset, kind of the, the the author about positionless basketball. I'm like, it, can can it really work? But when you look at it in this context, I'm like, well, this is truly positionless basketball because you can't really shoehorn anybody but DeAndre Ayton into one position on this roster. Yeah, it's tough. I, I feel like if you're looking at the power forward team rankings, uh, you know, Giannis was number one. Number two is Anthony Davis. Number three, Julius Randle. So, like, if Kevin Durant was in that power forward slot, you'd probably put him number two yeah. behind Giannis, and that's the yeah. only person ahead. Um, and I feel like that would be bolstered depending on whether you have Yuta behind him or who you have slotted behind him. And if you put Kata Bates-Diop in the small forward, yeah, he's probably near the, near the bottom of that group. But... Um, again, I think he's going to surprise some people with his versatility, with his defense, especially if he does wind up winning that fifth starting spot. So um, it's a tough one. And, and I feel like for the small forward spot, like who was ranked ahead of Kevin Durant? It was, um, it was it Jason right Tatum. LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard. Then Kevin Durant, then Jimmy what, Butler. When's the last time LeBron played small forward? To be fair, this was teams. So those were the, the player representatives. So if we're going based off teams, which is mm -hmm. what the author of the article was ranking, it's Boston, Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Clippers, Phoenix, and then Miami when it comes to the power forward, which included Kevin Durant. Or small forward, I'm sorry. I get which that. Which included Kevin Durant. But he brings up 
injury as a as a major factor right in this how do you put Kawhi Leonard in this premise and i get it if we're look if we're looking rotationally maybe but if 70% of this is based off of the top guy and injury history is a big part of this which we'll get into it when it comes to book and the talk there how do you put Kawhi Leonard Ahead of Kevin Durant. Well, he he justified it in the article. He said since the 2019 offseason, LeBron has played 223 games, Kawhi at 161, and KD at 137. So, and and it again, depth was part of it. Obviously, the starting representative that he chose, he said, was about 70% of the decision, but the backup matters. He said the Lakers have Torian Prince, Clippers have KJ Martin, and he slotted in Damian Lee behind Durant, which we can all agree he's going to be a shooting guard if he's on the court we would probably put Yuta or somebody else in that slot behind Durant. Um, but that was the thinking there is that, A, KD has played significantly less games than both LeBron and Kawhi since 2019. And then in terms of backups, the backups that he chose for that slot are better on the other two teams. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with the Lakers at all. No. So my thought was with, like, the injury stuff, technically I understand why ranking in order of most games played since 2019. Mm. Personally, though, I don't think that you should be able to count the season where we all knew he was going to miss. I, don't, I mean, I That's guess fair. technically <laughs> you, that, can, that you can make the it. argument for or against. In my opinion, I would not be for counting that season as games missed right. because everyone knew. Like it was already, it was a known thing. It wasn't like fluke injury here, fluke injury there and there where you just sporadically were missing games. It was like, no, we know this is a major thing. We're going to be out the whole season. I wouldn't count those against him personally. That that was my problem with that part of it. And then I, I, I just, I don't know. Again, I think it's tough to write this type of article at this time of the year covering Mm -hmm. every team. And get it all right. Um, kudos for him for putting that together. And I'm sure that took a lot of time. So my problem is not with the author. But I, I just feel like there's a lot of... Donovan Mitchell was one of them that really right. caught my So before we get into the shooting guard <laughs> stuff, ahead, we'll ahead. save that one for last. Let's talk a little bit about the center position. Uh, they've got the Suns ranked 15 with DA as the representative. And now I just want to say one more time, because I know we've had a lot of people join us since the top of the show. This is a ranking of teams. This is not a and the team's depth at said position. Like Gerald was saying, too, the main starter for the team, though, represents about 70% of this equation as far as the ranking goes. So somebody said DA at 15 is crazy. Just want to put that out there again. Um, but the center position for the Suns ranked 15 in the league. How are you guys feeling about that? I think that's low. I agree with the chat. I think 15 is insane for yeah, that. I think you could low. argue that maybe if you don't count Bradley Beal as a shooting guard, mm. that may be the deepest position that they have on this roster yeah. right now. You've got DA, you've got Drew Eubanks that everybody expects to be high energy off the bench, and then everybody's a beloved Bull Bull is is the third string. Beloved. Like, no, what, does he have eight, what does he have eight and nine? So eight, I mean, eight is number 15, so this is not in order, but um, teams that are ahead, Boston with Al Horford, Nikola Vucevic with Chicago, Clint Capella with Atlanta, Nikola Jokic with Denver, um, Nick Claxton with Brooklyn, Jared Allen with Cleveland, Rudy Gobert with Minnesota, 
Um, Bam at a bio with Miami. Chet Holmgren with OKC. Wow. Uh, Joel Embiid with Philly. Miles Turner with Indiana. Um, so we've never seen Jakob Pertle Pertle with the Raptors. Brooke Lopez. We've never seen Chet play an NBA game. I, I I don't I don't know. This yeah. I'm, I'm I'm gonna try not to go too crazy on See, this, but I, I don't think this fifteen centers better than DeAndre. I think from the center position, because there were a couple things too, and I think the one that probably weighed the heaviest here, um, there was also a disclaimer that was saying they took into consideration with the ranking kind of the desire to be with the team, so overall morale. And I still think there's a lot of lingering thoughts around DA and the Suns. And I I will say I'll give them the benefit of the doubt to be able to want to to want to be able to see how things play out a little bit before fully passing judgment with the new regime. That's fair. I understand, that not feel, I understand the thought process. Does that not feel like that thought process is only for DeAndre and the Suns, though? How many uh, so when when you're writing an article and you're making that disclaimer, it's hard for me to not think that you're in a room kind of like DeAndre and the Suns, because what other team has that problem? So why well, single Diaz out was that super one problem? Public though, and it was super public for quite a few months when people were searching for things to talk about. So right. it got a lot of publicity, a lot of spotlight. But it's not the same. I mean, it's not the same situation. If Monty were coming back and we were the same situation, I'd understand that playing a big factor. I'm I'm bothered in particular by Al Horford and the Celtics being above. Al Horford was in college when I was in college. Can we put that around everybody's mind? I turned 40 this year. I get that, but again, depth, Robert Williams the third behind him, I, I get it in terms of not just looking at the one guy. Like They have pretty good depth at the center spot. He must be low on Drew Eubanks, probably, probably. I would assume. Um, How dare he be low on our beloved Bobo? I, I, I feel like people are. Well, I understand that I'm one. Sorry. I understand that one, but the Drew Eubanks part, I, I think people are overlooking what he can bring. Yeah. I do. I think he's very high on Chet Holmgren at number ten, a little higher than I would be. I think he's going to be good, um, but I also think this kind of speaks to what we've been talking about for the last year that that Da is going to have to prove it this season. I think a lot of us think that he will. Under Frank Vogel, but mm-hmm. I understand why going into next season, people around the league are going to sit back and say, like, show it to me, prove it to me. Yeah. Do yeah. we realize Al Horford, I can't get past it. Al Horford <laughs> is 37, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drafted in 2007, is making $27 million. Kudos to that man. Good for Al, like, man. Good for Holy Al. Dominican <laughs> Republic, baby. My boy Al out there getting the bread. There I mean, you go. Look at. Looking like he's one of the one of the better setters and in the league following, according to this ranking. Sure can't knock that hustle. His father Tito was a really good player too. Tito. <laughs> All right, before we get into the shooting guard position, because I'm sure this is the one that probably drives everyone the most crazy. <laughs> Let me tell you about our friends over at BetMGM. If you sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX when you sign up, they've got some goodies for you. First, all you have to do is place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10, and you will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Again, that is if you sign up for the BetMGM Sportsbook app using that bonus code, P-H-N-X. Later this week, we are going to have 
quite a few futures bets for you guys from the BetMGM Sportsbook app. So make sure you get ready for that show by downloading and signing up today. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW. New York. Call 1-800-327-5050 Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. And of course, I've told you before, but I'll tell you again, Circle K's Inner Circle is the circle you want to be a part of. You can join Inner Circle for free today by downloading the Circle K app. It's really awesome. It's a free membership program, and you'll save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups. You also get every sixth free on a selection of Circle K products like pizza, coffee, and ice-cold fountain drinks, plus many other perks. So make sure you get in to the inner circle again by downloading the free Circle K app today. Terms and conditions do apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Do you know how old Al Horford is? (laughs) (laughs) He joined the league before there was an iPhone. (laughs) That's impressive. It's true. That's really impressive when you put it into perspective (laughs) like that. And he's still, I mean, he's okay. still hooping, man. Good <laughs> for Al, man. All right. So the shooting guard position. Uh, this article has Phoenix and Devin Booker within that ranking at number four. So ahead of Phoenix, in uh, coming in at number one, you've got Cleveland represented by Donovan Mitchell. You've got Boston at two represented by Jalen Brown. You've got the Clippers at three represented by Paul George. And then fifth, Behind Phoenix is Dallas, represented by Kyrie Irving. And the one thing that I was a little bit confused by with this one was the explanation, the little nugget of information. They had said, quote, having the Suns outside of the top five here was a consideration I had after Devin Booker's injury marred season, but I couldn't do it after the postseason he had. And the addition of Eric Gordon gives the Suns solid depth as well in case Booker's Soft tissue injuries cost him extended time again. Oh my! I'm about to have a brain injury. <laughs> I think this is the one that was the most upsetting to everybody who read the article. Injury marred. Injury marred season. Paul George ahead of him, right? Mm, well, Paul George played 56 games. Book played 53. Yes, three games different. How many? And he's Paul looking played? over. He's looking over a three-year span, mm-hmm. which Paul George has missed right. more games over a three-year span. And when they play in the playoff series, how many did Paul George play? Right. I mean, like no, it, none. It doesn't well, make sense. Well, and Flex, to your oh, point, sorry. when we were talking <laughs> yeah, about none. this before the show started, if you were looking at this list of five players and you were you were building a team around said five players, even though it's not ranking the players individually, mm. but who would you pick? Would you pick Paul George to build a team around over Devin Booker? You're not picking Donovan mm. Mitchell, I can tell you that. Devin Booker is the best two guard on planet Earth. Mm. I mean, I mean, I, I and that's not the homer. That's he is the best two guard in the NBA. He is mm. the best two guard on planet Earth. There isn't anywhere on Earth where you're gonna find a better player than Devin mm. Booker at that position. And I, I know that's kind of brash and bold, but man. If you get one guy ahead of him, okay. You get three guys ahead of him. Is that right? Three teams. Three yeah, teams. and they're it, whole it is, depth. But it's Donovan the depth chart. It's so Donovan, Donovan and Karis, uh, Karis Levert. Levert. I'd rather have Book and Gordon. Am I being a homer in that? 
No, I, I think LeVert he's. Has I think he's a little higher on Karis LeVert than I am at this point. Um, which you know, like, fair. I think so. The Celtics have Jalen Brown and Malcolm Brogdon, Paul George and Norman Powell for the Clippers. So it feels like this for this position, he's factoring in depth a, a little bit more than what we saw at some of the other positions. But I feel like Book, Gordon, and Damian Lee, that's a pretty good three-man group for shooting guard. Right. But he did put Damian Lee at small forward. At the small forward. And so I would have preferred if he gave us a complete zero and ranked us dead last at point guard <laughs> yeah. and ranked us first yeah. in shooting guard and included Bradley Beal here. Because, yeah. again, I know the whole positionless thing was not their cup of tea. But at the end of the day, we do know that it's going to be a mixed bag of who actually plays what on this team, especially when it comes to one and two. Yeah. <laughs> Dot. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to be diplomatic here, man. <laughs> but listen, uh, he mentioned Devin Booker's playoff run. Yes. Being a reason why he didn't dip below five. Was mm. that correct? Yes. Yeah. And never mentioned Donovan Mitchell's complete flop against the Knicks in the playoffs. Right. And so that that bothered, like, I, I don't know. And then he mentions Book's injury history. Doesn't mention But doesn't mention George Steph Messing. Curry or Chris Paul's injuries as them being the prototypical point guard spot. I, I, again, diplomatic. I'm not I have no beef with the writer. The article's interesting. I think we need to revisit this. But I, I just can't get behind uh Devin Booker being Hasn't Malcolm Brogdon tr- Brogdon, wow, that was interesting. Malcolm Brogdon been a point guard traditionally too? Or has yeah. he yeah, he so, has. one rookie he has point guard. So I, he look, he's he's functioning as a combo guard. He is a combo guard, yeah. I think at the end of the day, the biggest takeaway <laughs> that we can um come find here is that rankings in and of themselves are flawed mm-hmm. uh, like as a total situation because we talked about other rankings earlier on in the season when it was like the tier one tier b one a one b two a two b two c whatever and there we had an issue with every single one of them they're flawed because you quite literally cannot keep the same like categories the same um factors that you weigh to make your decision for every single player and every single team because it'd be too just too difficult. Yeah. I think it would take you so long to be able to actually factor all of those in. And there's no actual statistics for a lot of that either, no. which yeah. make it a lot of personal opinion as well. Yeah. So I think yeah. the biggest takeaway is that rankings are a lot of work and there are inherently flaws within them. And we all just have to take different rankings with a grain of salt based on your fandom. Can I yeah. put on my other hat that I wear here? I, I, I'm also the head of our content. And from that perspective, this is exactly why they write it. Because That's there's a group of us that talk about it. And each yeah. team will talk about it, which means the article and the athletic by proxy are also talked about. And that's not that's not questioning any journalistic integrity. I'm not saying this is clickbait, but the whole premise of putting together a ranking is because inherently there will be discussion about yeah. it. And mm-hmm. at this time of year, that's why you do it, because mm-hmm. you want discussion 
around it. And I don't think there's anything wrong about no. wanting discussion no. around around thoughts. I mean, how many times have we and will we, until the end of time, have the debate about who the GOAT in the NBA is? Right, and right, every right. single Michael. person will have a different answer on any yeah. different day. Hey, hey, kudos to him. I mean, this is an incredibly hard—I'd love to— talk to him and find out how long it took to put right. this together that mm-hmm. would be crazy. because that that's the whole league man i mean so sh- kudos to him man that's an interesting it's hard to know all 30 teams and all positions who's yeah. gonna play where yeah. like it, it is that's tough yeah Especially maybe this, this is something yeah. where it needs to be like a group effort you get a couple people from different coasts different divisions Maybe. so that they have a little bit more insight to some different teams. Maybe. That would, might help. I don't you know. would think, but remember how much crap we took for the top 25 list and that was 15 people I mean, from around true. the state that ranked that? Like inherently you're never going to make hardly Everybody. anyone, yeah. hardly anyone when you're dealing with 30 different fan bases happy. Right. It's all subjective. There's no, yeah. this, I'm sorry. Last thing, this is why I love the NFL when they do the top 100 mm-hmm. players control that. They take all the other stuff out of it. Let the players control it. Yeah, but the fans you, still argue about it. Though. They do, <laughs> but but it's hard to argue when the players who are in the trenches are telling you Pat Mahomes is the baddest boy on this planet. Mm-hmm. I right? would love, I would love to see the players try to Lynch. rank the depth. Chart. Hold on, <laughs> I, like I don't know how the NFL does it behind the scenes to pull that off, but I just I don't know. Could you imagine NBA players doing that? I think it'd be cool as hell, and I think I, think I could. it would be super fascinating, and I would definitely read it. But I, it would, I would be interested to be a fly on the wall mm-hmm. during the conversation. I'll tell you that what much. That Devin like. Booker's ranked a hell of a lot higher. No, if, players are doing if the players it. are facts. voting, in fact, if the players are voting, Devin Booker is the best two guard in basketball. Not close. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's put a pin in this ranking (laughs) article. If you'd like to read it, it is over at The Athletic. And as a lot of people in the chat pointed out, there are a lot of disclaimers. There's a lot of criteria. So read it thoroughly if you want to get the full effect of it. Uh, We do have a super chat from Ben Around. They said, Dear Hmm. PHNX family, thank you all for your kind words on Friday's show regarding the passing of Alfred, my brother, Gerald's uncle. PHNX is truly a family. Alfred loved being at the live show in November, a bucket item of his. Thank you. God bless you all. Um, If you are unfamiliar with this, you can definitely go back and watch Friday's episode. And Gerald, I don't want to speak to you, but Mm. Gerald had a loss in his family. Um, So we send him and his family best wishes and uh, shout out to all the chat, because when Gerald shared that mm-hmm. on Friday, you guys were extremely kind. You shared really nice notes. And in the chat right now, when this super chat came in, you did the same. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate your guys' kindness. We appreciate your love and support. So was that your dad? It is. Yes. Ben A. Round is my father. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does not. Isn't that such a Gerald's dad name? It's absolutely a Gerald's dad name. <laughs> why, why did he do himself dirty with that picture, though? The man he, is not that old. He is really not. No. Who's <laughs> to disguise his identity until now, apparently. Ben A. Round. Absolutely love it. Could not be a more perfect name. No. That's why Ben A. Round's always been Gerald's biggest fan. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh, it explains awesome. so much. All right, guys. Before we move on, I will remind you that our friends over at Shady Rays make the best sunglasses in the business. We're talking about premium 
polarized shades and exclusively for you. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Just go to ShadyRays.com and use that code PHNX for 50% off. Two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Also, shout out to our friends over at Illegal Pete's for providing lunch for us yesterday. Mm -hmm. The best way to start a week is with Illegal Pete's. And Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot this summer. Stop by for happy hour from 3 to 8 p.m. every single day at all 12 locations. Obviously, one of our go-to locations is the one in Tempe because it's centrally located. But Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. And they have been for 28 years. I also found out yesterday, you know how when you have like your favorite restaurants, you also tend to have your favorite dishes or meals that Mm. you rarely you stray from because, you know, when you find the two or three things that you love the most, you kind of just go back to them. Mm -hmm. Illegal Pete's has taquitos. Oh, really? They were elite. And they were really good. And now I'm wondering, because it was delivered, now I'm wondering what they're like, even in person. Like, can you dress them up the same way you dress up your bowls? Because that could be a total game changer. Could be. I'm just saying, when you go to Illegal Pete's, look at them. See see what they got going on there. (laughs) Because I'm very interested. We're good to go. (laughs) Like, you could full on with all the toppings that Illegal Pete's makes, like, you could full on have a plate of flatbus. And that would be bomb. That's one of my favorite things. So I'm like super excited that I know about this now. (laughs) Gotta try that. All right. Uh, It was Technical Tuesday off the top of the show, but now it's time for Topical Tuesday. We have some very exciting news, you guys. The All City Network is growing. And today we launched our fourth city. So we want to welcome into the group Mm -hmm. Philadelphia, P-H-L-Y, and uh, congratulate them on their launch today. Yeah, we'll only be nice to you today. It's, yes. <laughs> uh, especially if the NBA Finals is Philly Phoenix, uh, you'll get an earful. That's all we're saying. <laughs> but glad to, glad to have you guys in the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, PHOY, they've already, the Philly's embraced the hell out of them, which I wasn't sure. This is a group that threw batteries and, and snowballs at Santa <laughs> Claus. So you never know when you de- debut something in a city how it's going to play. But they have uh, they've all kind of grabbed onto that group. I'm excited for them. Their their Sixers show is stacked too. They got Derek Bodner and Kyle Newbeck who are two guys I've been following on NBA Twitter since like I first joined NBA Twitter. So their Sixers podcast is going to be really good. I'm excited for it. I'll tell you if I like them Thursday. There you go. <laughs> Vi- Vikings and Eagles Thursday oh, night football. Yeah. So I'm going to be tuning in, PHLY, and see how y'all treat my Vikings. No, congratulations. This is awesome news. See, but this is exciting for All City because we talked yesterday. Like, there are a lot of Suns fans who maybe your football team is not the Cardinals or just in general, Phoenix is known for having a lot of transplants and Typically, you know, you dive into the city, you're in the sports teams, but you have your allegiance from Mm. way back in the day when it was first initiated. But we are growing as a city. So if Philadelphia is one of your favorites or your second favorites, make sure you give them a follow. Check them out. We've got beats uh, for all the teams and some really great people, as Gerald mentioned, not just on the Sixers side of things, but throughout the entire network. Mm -hmm. The The PHLY Sixers logo. Is awesome. <laughs> they, it, it is awesome. And look, Derek, Devon, Kyle, uh, I'm going to say this to you, Matt. <laughs> Guys, we will send you uh, Mexican food from here. Authentic Mexican food. Mm-hmm. 
for some cheesesteaks. Let's make this happen. <laughs> okay. We can celebrate each other's cities. That's all I'm saying. I'm on board with this. Perfect. Yes. This is a good Hell idea. Hell yeah. <laughs> I miss <laughs> me some cheesesteaks. I feel like we might need to go there so they're fresh. I mean, Hey-oh. road trip. <laughs> You're the one that needs hey. to go on the I'll road. Get y'all, so I'll, get, I, I'll get y'all a, a tour, a long road trip, <laughs> I'll get y'all a tour, man. I grew up on that stuff, man. There, and there, there, is, there is truth to it. Mm. The best cheesesteaks in the world are from Philly. Okay. That's not that's not in Philly. That's the real deal. Okay. I've been to Philly a couple of times and I've always enjoyed my time there. So I have no problem going back and visiting. Also on social media for this topical Tuesday, we got a very precious celebration from Damian Lee. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) That's why That's why he made the team. Context on this. This was on Damian Lee's wife's Instagram last night, um, and he he apparently is a Jets fan. Didn't yeah. know that about him, but uh, last night their rookie Xavier Gibson ran back a punt return in overtime to win the game, and so Damian Lee and his wife just had uh, another child. <laughs> so I love that he was trying to celebrate, and she had to shush him because the kids were probably <laughs> sleeping, and then he's FaceTiming with his for- former Warriors teammate uh, Quinn Cook. Who was saying you're the only Jets fan I know in America? <laughs> uh, that was fantastic. When I was watching, I was like, "This dude is this dude cracks me up." Yes, I, I had that same experience about 13 years ago. My nephew was at my in-laws' house. I'm watching Cardinals football, and Patrick Peterson takes a pump back for a touchdown. I think to win the game, mm. and I start. I I don't get the <laughs> hey hey hey. I just start screaming and I scare the crap out of this newborn. Oh, no. And he starts screaming. And I got in a hell of a lot of oh, trouble. No. So I feel, I feel for D. Lee uh, wanting to celebrate and uh, and having to keep it down. I, I love I love the way he did it. Mm-hmm. Like he 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 listened to happy wife happy life. Yep. He listened to the wife. Mm-hmm. He got all the emotion in. Then he came and shouted out. Xavier Gibson, <laughs> who literally was a walk-on guy. Right. Scott was a walk-on and made a team and in his first game won a huge game for the Jets. That was, that was huge. Damian Lee's my guy. That was fun. I love Damian Lee. Like yeah. the more after talking with him on the show and getting to know his personality even more, like I know I've said this a ton of times, but I love him. He's one of my favorites. Definitely a front runner for Sweet Baby Angel of the Year. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but this was super cute, so we had to shout it out. Does he? Do we need to? Do we need to go to New York so Damon Lee can have a Jets stream? Do, does no. that need to be our next no. city specifically no. for no, Damian Lee? He could, if he wants to talk football, he can come talk Cardinals. Right? <laughs> if he wants to I talk didn't know football. he was a Jet fan, man. I mean, yeah, that's that's the neck of the woods. We got to get out there and watch a game. By the way, <laughs> by the way, uh, Psycho Blue, we're live. This isn't pre-recorded. Hi. So. Yeah, this one's definitely live. Uh, all right. Pins and aces. It is almost golf weather, you guys. Thank goodness it's finally starting to cool down here in Phoenix. Make sure you have the best gear to hit the golf course this upcoming 
fall season. Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of PHNX and All City, and they have some really dope gear. And coming from me, who is not a golfer, you know I mean it when I say that. And first and foremost, the biggest reason why is they have beanies, and they have really dope beanies. <laughs> but all of their like uh, quarter zips, and it's mm -hmm. like that that material like dry fit type of yeah. material that keeps yeah. you cool when you're out there. They've got some really fun patterns and I will give them credit for these patterns. They're not like basic ones. Like you can get some basic ones if that's your jam, but if you're looking for some extra ones like Espo and Derek rock, yes. they've got you. covered <laughs> on that. Too. I ain't no basic bitch. You are I've not. got a, I've got a Joker uh, pins and aces it's quarters in. Like, I actually really like it. <laughs> I'm going golfing on Friday with my dad as long as Saul doesn't call me in another meeting and I got to cancel. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to be wearing my PHNX uh, golf tournament <laughs> pins and aces. Oh, yeah, uh, we did get an exclusive too. one. Yeah. So we're going to – I love pins and aces. I do too. So check them out, pinsandaces.com. Use code PHNX to receive Fifteen percent off your first order and get free shipping. That is pinsandaces.com and the code again PHNX. So speaking of exclusive things like that golf shirt, if you become a PHNX diehard, you can get access to exclusive things. Like we're talking about weekly newsletters that are coming out for each beat. We've got first dibs on all of our takeovers and events throughout the season. And of course, you get access to the Die Hard Only Discord, which is an absolute blast. Plus, right now, uh, make sure you reserve your tickets for free to our PHNX Cardinals away game watch parties. You can join us every away game at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium for ticket raffles, prize giveaways, and so much more. For all details on that and how to become a PHNX Die Hard, you can click the link in the show notes. What you looking at me like that for? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm reading the chat. They're like claiming this is AI, that we're robots. Like, yeah, I'm a hologram, yeah. apparently. <laughs> Listen, if it was pre-recorded, the intro would have been a lot cleaner. Yeah. I can promise you that because we would have just stopped and redone it. Right. <laughs> Those I are for would, the ones who showed up early. If it were pre-recorded, I probably would have had that basic uh, bitch line edited out. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, to round out today's show, the newbie, Flex, <laughs> has decided he, to put together a game for us. Flex, yes. what you got for us? You got to tell us. Break it down. So y'all did me dirty. Y'all tried to do me dirty okay. on my first show. We, mm -hmm. Oh, not no, me. No, you weren't there. Me. Yeah, uh, Lens was, was on like, vacation. <laughs> but the she first... actually called in and said that's what we should do to you. Yeah? Is that, yeah. Is that what happened? No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. <laughs> I would wait at least like three weeks. So we did the draft. We mm -hmm. did the snake draft. Okay. And it was Arizona athletes. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, yo, Flex, you out of your territory. Like, this is our neck of the woods. So I'm like, okay, I, I ran with that. So I'm like, let's have some fun today. Let's bring mm -hmm. y'all to my neck of the woods. So okay. we're going to kind of throw some guys out there that were Phoenix Suns members or players or coaches, right? Member okay. of the Phoenix Suns that are from my neck of the woods, around my way, New Jersey. Okay. Okay. okay so let's see if we're going to throw them out there and we're going to see if y'all can figure these guys out. Oh, God. And we'll have I'm some fun so with it. But these are, these is New Jersey finest coming from your boy Flex from Jersey. Okay. What's up first, Emma? Okay. So am I reading this? Yes, you read it. This former member of the Suns is a Seton Hall Pirate and New Jersey high school legend who resides in Glen Ridge, New Jersey. Um, mm. Y'all want a hint? 
Yeah. Hold okay. On, hold, on. <laughs> hold on. Go ahead. Off the top, Mark, do you want to hit? Bryant? Mark Bryant. Oh, Very well okay. done. Mark Bryant. Mark Look Bryant. Look at you go, Espo. OG Mark Bryant, head coach now with the Pistons. Uh, spent some time here in the Valley working with DA. Mm-hmm. Played here, too. Mm-hmm. Played Mark here. Mark Bryant was, yes. was a real one. I real love one. Mark Bryant. Mm-hmm. He was so nice. I met Mark when I was 14. We had a, a coach. His old coach coached me. And when I was young, I was able to get into the gym and meet Mark when he was with the Portland Trailblazers. Um, so Mark's a great guy. Um, yes. And we had, he, he did a great job here in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if there was one um, member of the coaching staff that we lost when the regime change happened, Mark Bryan was a big hit for sure. Not to discredit any of the other ones, but so many athletes over the years have talked specifically about how Mark Bryan, especially the big men, of course, because he's the big men's coach, um, mm. have helped them grow and develop their game. Yes. So that was a big loss for mm-hmm. us, for sure. I, I would love for him to stay. I love Mark. All right. What's next? Okay. Next one. This Old Bridge Knight and Middlesex County community <laughs> college player oh, became a wildcat before an unbelievable journey to the NBA and the Phoenix Suns. Who is this guy? This is probably going to be your neck of the woods again as the U of A graduate, Espo. Well, we don't know what's that. Yeah, wildcat, which wild, which wildcat? Oh, that's yeah, true. It could be Kentucky. It could be mm. some third that's rate, right. Third could rate be Villanova. School. Could okay. be right. So <laughs> anybody in the chat? Got let me see. So, anybody? so Mikhail was a Philly guy. So that's not Mikhail mm-hmm. as a wildcat Villanova. I can't we think need of. A hint. Okay, I'll give you a hint. Mm-hmm. I will give you a hint. This guy is uh, a new resident in Arizona as recently as this summer. New resident in Arizona mm-hmm. recently as this summer. I think I'm out. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> the be way you said that leads me to believe it's not a player. Well, they were. Maybe a coaching. Frank yeah. Vogel. It would have to be a former player. Frank Vogel is wrong. Frank oh. Vogel is from Wildwood, New Jersey. That was a trick question. Wow. Now, it could have been Frank. <laughs> it could have been Frank. He's from mm-hmm. Wildwood, New Jersey. Okay. But it wasn't Frank. But you're you're headed down the right direction. Want to take one more With crack at it, Gerald? So it's a coach. Who was the coach that Who they added? Who are Sun's new coaches? Um... I'd say Miles Simon with the Wildcat thing, but he never played for the Sun, so right. it couldn't be him. No. Uh, hmm. Who else was on? I have no idea. Okay. It, oh, it's, it's the dumped. guy Saul didn't know who he was. Oh, come on. Y'all killing my man. We don't want to not know who <laughs> no, he but, is. Okay. If it's Arizona Wildcats, it's the coach that, that Saul had no clue played for the Arizona Wildcats. Okay. Quentin, oh, Quentin oh, yes. yes. Phoenix Suns G League, I'm sorry, Vegas Summer League head coach, Quinn Crawford, yep. Crawford. Okay. is a Obridge Knight from New Jersey, went to Middlesex Community College, guys, mm-hmm. okay? Actually, he went to the same school. A bunch of my niece and nephews go to Obridge, but he went to Middlesex Community College, okay. played for two years, and actually went to Arizona and walked on, mm-hmm. played two years at U of A. Became a graduate assistant at Pepperdine, worked his way into video coordinating with the Hornets mm. and a couple other organizations, won a ring with the Lakers and Frank Vogel he in did. the bubble, mm-hmm. and now is in the NBA coaching the Phoenix Suns. How about that story? You go <laughs> high school, Juco, and walk on, and he's done so great. Shout out to Coach Q. That's respect, man. New All Jersey's right, finest. You guys are going to have to help us out a little bit more. 
So, so I've gotten we to, need bo- help. to both of mm-hmm. these. So. <laughs> and by we, I mean at least I. <laughs> I took a long way to get to the second one. Really? Yeah, the third you one got, you got there. David is like, okay. these are tough questions, LOL. We need your help, you guys. What's next? Let's like? go, chat. Okay. Now, this one. Guys, this one's going to be interesting. Y'all, y'all got to get this. Okay. This former Suns player and Patterson, New Jersey legend, high school All-American, almost got Kobe to go play with him in college and not enter the NBA draft out of high school in 1996. Mm. I promise you guys this really almost happened. So it's Duke because that's where Kobe almost went to play college. Okay. Bring it to me, guys. So, Bring it to me. Talk uh, so to me. Who am I talking about? 96 Duke. So it's past, well past the Grant Hill yeah. years. We're looking at that next generation. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to give you no, a really long time ago. Linz, I'm going to give you a hint. <laughs> That I think is going to really help out. I think, Gerald, too, you two, this hit's going to help. But go ahead. Keep gathering. Okay. So, 96. We're looking Who at, was after the Grant Hill years? We're going after the Grant Hill. And this guy has a Suns connection now. This guy played for the he Suns. Played for the, the played Suns. for the Suns. Y'all want your other hint? No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, hold on. Hold on. Okay. 96 played for the Suns. Almost got Kobe to play with him in college. Uh, let me go through draft picks and, and two draft picks. Who would have played? So the chat has thrown out Calipari, Bobby Hurley. No, no, no. Calipari no. never coached here. Hurley Calipari, never played. No. Curly, Hurley never. This actual, and, this guy actually played for the Phoenix Suns, guys. <laughs> Hello, said if the hint isn't their name, it's not gonna help. <laughs> <laughs> who? We what? need Dookie. We need a Dookie who played for the Suns. <laughs> Oh my God! All right, can you, I can I stop y'all? Just give us the hint. Right. So, so here's the hint. Here's the hint, guys. Mm-hmm. This player also hit one of the most iconic playoff shots in Phoenix Suns history. Tim Thomas. Well, well done. Well, there you go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. That was a good <laughs> hint. Duke though? What, was he a Duke? Villanova? Villanova. Uh, All right. So, so home for Philly. Philly. Philly for not not. I play with Timmy. Mm-hmm. Like okay. So can I tell this quick? Yeah, of course. Story. Tim Thomas. Is from Patterson, New Jersey. I'm from Newark. We all kind of intertwined. I was, that was my high school class. Mm. Kobe's right down the road. We talk about AAU basketball here. Um, there is no AAU basketball and there is no circuit the way it is now without Tim Thomas. Mm. Okay. And Tim Thomas played on the greatest, I repeat, the greatest AAU team ever assembled. Okay. Okay. And I'm just going to throw some names at you. Okay. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Tim Thomas was the best player on the team, and they had another player. His name was Rich. Another guy, his name was Vince. Okay. Another guy, his name was Kobe. Uh, And another guy, his name was Kenny. Okay. Now, y'all want me to tell y'all? Okay, so Kobe, y'all know. Kobe Mm -hmm. Bryant from Lower Marion High School said, Tim Thomas is so good, I'm going to go play in Patterson for the Patterson Players Mm -hmm. AAU team. And then they reached out to their friend Rich, and Rich's last name ended up being Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So Rip Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And then the guy Vince ended up being Vince Carter. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> and and Kenny was Kenny Freeman, who went to Yukon and was a stud at Yukon too. So you're talking about Tim Thomas, Kobe Bryant, Vince Carter, and Rip Hamilton as teenagers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> playing high school AAU basketball. And I'm right in the middle of this. 
So this was a great time in my life. Tim Thomas is iconic. He's a legend in New Jersey. He's the reason why AAU basketball is elevated. Mm -hmm. And he's now the head coach at Paramus Catholic High School in New Jersey. So he's doing great things. And uh, that was fun times, guys. I can imagine. Yeah, that was that, fun times. Yeah. yeah. That was fun times. That, is a, that would have been a hell of a lineup in the NBA. Let alone <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. and he almost got Kobe to go to Villanova with him. That was that was the last part of it. That Kobe was, almost true. went to Villanova. It took like forty eight hours before he committed. And behind the scenes story that maybe no one knows. Last one, Kobe and him were fighting to see which one was going to go in the draft because the thirteenth pick was the only pick, the only team that would commit to a high school player. Mm -hmm. So when Tim decided to go to Villanova, Kobe kind of sneaked in and said, "I'm getting in there," and he sure did go thirteen. Mm -hmm. And then Timmy went to Villanova and was a seventh pick the following year. But those two guys were neck and neck for that draft. And I think if Timmy enters that draft, the whole di whole landscape of the NBA is different because yeah. maybe he goes thirteen instead of Kobe. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Hunt Star said, "I just know the kids playing against them were crying in their orange <laughs> I witnessed it. They were. Bless their hearts. That's not even fair. Uh, uh, do we have more? Yes, one more. Okay. Okay. This Teaneck, New Jersey legend was uh, once nicknamed after a sure-to-be first ballot Hall of Fame player before joining the Suns. This is a recent player. Baby Westbrook. There we go. There we go. There we go. Well done. I Jaylen. love Jalen McHugh. He was so sweet. <laughs> yes, he was. Clearly, I pick my favorites based on who is sweet go, and who man. is not. He's but a good dude. Yeah. Jalen McHugh was a sweetheart, <laughs> and he was super fun behind the scenes. And I think he's still, what, 15? Like, he was super no, young. He was super young. He was. Yeah. Super athletic. Yeah. Uh, in Jersey, they they had a this, – this kid can play. Mm -hmm. It was it was cool to see him uh, sign with the Suns and not drafted uh, – Undrafted rookie when uh, when that draft happened and uh, yeah. he's a great kid, so great family too. Mm -hmm. yeah. I really enjoyed Jalen Q. That was the last one. That was the last one. All right, good game. Next time, make New it Jersey's easier on us. Make it easier. <laughs> okay, we'll get three, four more coming. Speak you for yourself, more. Lindsay. Um, you only got one by yourself, didn't you? No, I got two. I you got, got two. With the, the hint, I got two. Right? No, I got the second one. I got. Oh, you two. got the second yeah. one. You got Tim Thomas, and you got uh the hint. You got. Well, Mark I got Bryant. the first three, but you got I Mark got Bryant. the hint I needed for the third one. Yeah. Okay, we'll make it easier on Gerald and I next time. I got How you. Got you. Got you. Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you we'll be back tomorrow with a more sun's talk for you guys uh if you're on youtube make sure you hit the thumbs up on the way out and subscribe as well if you're listening wherever you listen to your podcast rate review and subscribe also don't forget to follow the show on twitter at phnx underscore sons you can also follow me at lindsey smith az you can follow flex at flex from jersey you can follow gerald at gerald borgay and of course you can follow espo at espo espo take us home I feel like I earned some extra street cred in Ahoy, hoy! Hey, yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX, though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand.